Hey, what's up, Ryan? Uh, not much. How you doing? Pretty good. It's good. Um, Got that record button. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Record button is on, so we are all set. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking my sound. Uh, oh, I gotta fix my sound. Speaker. Okay. All right. Now we're all set. Um, how was your, uh, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Um, hung out, uh, just another weekend. Didn't do much. Yep. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty similar to you, I guess. Um, didn't do much. Um, yeah, I guess I've been, uh, I guess I've been trying to not do too much, uh, during my free time. Um, you know, like not doing like activities. I, I've been, uh, I have this baseball game on my, uh, computer I've been playing. Um, so I played that for a while, uh, this weekend and, um, see, we took, uh, Luke to the, to the pond again, um, which he liked. Um, nice. yeah, that's basically it. Um, just looking forward to the summer. Got, uh, one more week of school left. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And this week should be, uh, not, um, n- not a very busy week because it's just like our, uh, like our finals week. Um, my only of uh my three algebra one classes my two ap stats classes are mostly seniors so there's no uh there's no final for them so i just have the the three finals for my algebra one and and that's it that uh and that's it um i got my end of year meeting with the principal and i'll probably go to a graduation which i think is friday i usually i i've gone to graduation every year except for last year because it was all that stuff was going on but um, it's always fun to go to the graduation. Um, so yeah, it should be a pretty easy week uh, this week. Nice. So you're pretty much done for the most part. Yeah, yeah, pretty much done. Um, yeah, it's been nice. Um, really, since the AP stats students took their AP test um, a few week a few weeks ago, things have gotten there's been less work for me to do. It's been um, easier. So it's, um, it's nice, you know, I've had, I've certainly had my times, um, not so much this school year, but other school years where it's been very busy, very hectic, where I've taken a lot of work home and, um, it's been kind of stressful. So it's nice, it's nice to have some time, um, more time to, for myself to relax and not be burdened too much with work. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to take it easy too. Uh, like I really didn't do anything pretty much this weekend. Yep. Uh, which is okay, I guess. I mean, yeah, you don't have to like constantly be moving, trying to like get myself to kind of like learn how to relax. Mm-hmm. 
Like I always feel like I got to be doing something. Like if I'm not doing yeah. something, I'm not being productive. Yeah. I kind of like feel like crap. Yeah. Uh, trying to like get myself out of that mindset. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I think there's a balance, you know, um, yeah. you know, especially when you have like a long work work week. Um, you know, I, I've, you know, I, I used to like, I mean, I just mentioned, I, I used to like take a lot, a lot of work home and be very, very busy. Um, and now that I'm not doing that so much right now, you know, I don't want to necessarily feel like I'm, you know, doing work by, you know, forcing myself to do something productive that I don't really want to do. You know, I, I think it's, you know, I kind of, I just want to relax, like you said, and, um, enjoy it so like if i want to you know watch a show or play a video game you know i think that's i i think that's fine and um i think it's good i I think there's you know to just do something that you enjoy for a while um i think it's good i think you know we need that balance um you know but you know of course if you know you can take it too far if if like yeah. that's all you do or if it starts to affect your your life then you know but you know to take some time for yourself to do something that you enjoy even if it's not productive i think is fine and you know i you could maybe even consider it being productive if it you know helps you relax and you know, get ready for the next week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like, as long as you're not doing it all day, every day, you know, watching TV, it's gotta be in moderation. Yeah. But I think if you, you know, you put in a long work week or whatever, then you deserve like a couple days to like do nothing if you want to. Yeah, Which of is, course. Yeah. It's always for me. Cause I'm like, I like, I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to like sit around, watch TV or something. And then I start doing that. And then I just feel like crap because like, yeah, there's stuff that could be done, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I know exactly what you mean. Um, like, um, um, I was thinking about summer earlier, you know, for me, I have all that time off, like 70 days off in a row um and like (laughs) if i watched netflix that whole time for 70 days in a row i i you know i i my brain would like not like that you know i mean that but you know i do plan on doing stuff i enjoy like you know playing video games and stuff like that but i mean i'm gonna have so much time that i'm gonna have to do productive stuff or else i'll I'll go crazy you know I, i gotta you know, like you said, you got to find that balance, you know, you got to mix it in. Um, but I think, you know, there's, there's people that like, don't have jobs. Like, <laughs> you know, and I, I think we both know of people like this. Um, yeah, that don't maybe don't have a job or work that much. And they still don't do anything productive. I think that's an issue. But I mean, you working your ass off for five days. I mean, I think, you know, you got a weekend. I mean, I think you should 
do what you want. Yeah, no, I agree. Glad you said that. It makes me feel a little better about this weekend because I, I literally didn't do anything. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, I mean, I would think of the the week. I would think of the whole week. You know, right? Um, not yeah. just the weekends. You know, I mean, if you you work hard for five days and do nothing for two days overall, that's still very productive. Right. And your body um, needs to like relax. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And when, you know, when the time comes, you know, you can find something to productive to do when you want to, or, you know, if you ever end up with more time off or whatnot. Right. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been trying to like um, stay uh, somewhat like productive, like after work and stuff. When I go to the hotels, more just to keep my mind busy. Yep. Um, I got like this uh, resistance band. I don't know if you've ever used one. Resistance band? Oh, yeah. I have. I have them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a game changer. Yeah. Um, got that. Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I do that, like, pretty often. Um, it's a good way, like, I'm trying to, like, stretch more and stuff and yep. stay in shape. Um, yeah, yep. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was probably one of the best investments I've made. Uh, just, like, nice to, you know, keep your body active and, like, healthy and, like, um just like healthy things to do outside of work besides like sitting around watching TV, drinking, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've been exercising. Um, so two things I've been doing for exercise. Um, number one has been walking. Um, and I started this over a year ago, like 16 months ago. Um, you know, I was really in the running for a while for a long time um I was running a lot and mm. my knees kind of stopped working um yeah. and I couldn't run anymore um so I I really wanted to exercise um and I just ended up doing walking and I did some research and I I, I learned like how good it is for you you know if you do a lot of walking every day it's basically like just as good as like doing like a really good long workout every day. Um, and it's super easy on your joints. So I've been doing a lot of walking. Um, and then also, uh, like, um, I don't know, like f six months ago, maybe, um, I wanted to get, uh, stronger because, you know, I my, my, uh, my body is kind of fragile. Um, so I want to, you know, well, first of all, I want to stay a lightweight. Um, but also I want to be stronger to help prevent injuries. So I've been doing, um, a lot of strength stuff, um, like with different leg exercises and, um, upper body stuff like pull-ups, push-ups, um, stuff like that. I got some resistance bands. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been busy. Um, doing doing some uh exercises as well yeah it's cool because like 
I never realized how much you could do with the resistance band. Yep. Uh, you can get pretty creative with them. Yeah. Like I literally did like an entire shoulder chest workout. Um, like I didn't realize like, you, you know, cause like I used to think it was just for like, uh, like doing curls, like biceps yep. and stuff like that. And then like, I realized you could do so much with it. Oh yeah. Um, I, yep. It's just like going to the gym almost. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to like, it's fun, like getting creative with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. You can do a whole bunch of stuff um, with that. Uh, if you want, <laughs> if you want, I, I still have the P90X videos. I can send you those. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I got like 20 days in with that and then I quit. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's when you start, like you get so hyped up, you're, you right. get so you get so pumped. And um it is hard to stick with it because then you're like, oh damn, I gotta do this for 80 minutes every day. <laughs> you know, and it's it's hard to stay with. Oh, it is hard. Yeah, I think I got like 15, 20 days in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah. Hard. Like you don't see results right away. And that's the hardest part about like yep. getting in is it takes so long to actually see results. Yep. So like if you don't see it within like 10, 20 days, you just start thinking like, all right, is it really worth it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, you're right. Um, yeah, same with dieting. Like that stuff yeah. takes time. And, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why people, you know, don't stick with diets and exercise programs because it, it, you know, you have to do it for a while, you know, you can't yeah. just, you know, it's funny. Um, Stephanie's nephew, um, who's eight right now, he, he, he used to be like, he doesn't, he's kind of, he's a picky eater. So he was like, okay, I'm going to eat some vegetables. And then every time he would take a bite of his vegetables, he would like check his muscles, like on his arms. Like thinking like muscles would just appear on his arms like right after he ate the vegetables. And like, you know, it you know, obviously it takes time. Um, but like, you know, like I said with the P90X, it's so it's so easy to get pumped for a new exercise program or like, you know, um New Year's resolutions. Like it, you know, you get excited, you're ready to do it, you do it the first couple of times. But it loses, it loses its, um, you know, whatever. Like it, it's just not as exciting after you do it a few times. Um, yeah. The uh, the idea of doing something like that is a lot nicer than actually doing it. Yeah. Um, it's nice, but <laughs> it's like <clears throat> I remember going to the gym, and I remember uh, like January would always be the busiest month at the gym yep. because of yeah. all the uh, resolution people yep and like after june you know you see like it starts withering down and all of a sudden no one's there anymore yep Mm -hmm. yeah that that's why you know i said i've been walking a lot that's why i for anyone who wants to lose weight i would i would recommend walking um over i think any other exercise because it's super easy to do anyone can do it Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, especially like if you go outside or you walk with someone, um, 
and it's great. It's great for you mentally, physically, and it's actually a great workout if you get enough steps in. Um, and, but most importantly, like I talked about, like we talked about is that it's sustainable. It's not something you're going to dread. Um, if you decide to start running, you might, yeah. you might do a few runs, but you're going to start to hate it and you're going to start to not want to do it. And you're probably going to stop. So that's why for anyone over the, anyone that's overweight or obese, I would definitely recommend walking for, for a consistent exercise to, to help uh, lose weight. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. you know, for small, uh, make like the small changes, like, you know, maybe instead of watching TV for a half hour, I'll go walk for a half hour mm -hmm. and then, and then you know, easier to, um, do the harder stuff that normally you don't want to do. Yep. Um, cause it's so easy to be fat, you know, and lazy yeah. and so, and it's it fun. It is fun. Well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> fun. It. It's fun while you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not fun when you, um, can't, um, put the seat down on a roller coaster, um, yeah. or get on an airplane or, <laughs> right. um, or you can't, uh, walk down the stairs or, you know, you have yeah. cancer or heart disease. It, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> So it's fun, it's fun in the short term. Yeah. At first it's fun. Yeah. So it's the opposite of exercising. Yeah. I guess. Um, it is. Yeah, it is. Because over time exercising kind of becomes fun. It does. Um, yeah. Healthy. Whereas. Yeah. yeah it, it is the uh, complete opposite. You know? Yeah. Like I want to be. When I'm older like 60 i want to be i want to be like bruce you know i want to be able to go take my dog for a long walk all day or go for a run or whatever or just even just be able to move around the house easily without being in pain you know um i mean all you have to do is look at look at dad i mean i mean how much pain was dad in just moving around the house oh i know he could barely even get out of his seat yeah. And like, so like, I mean, dad's a little different because of the alcohol, but like, you know, um, but it, I mean, it's kind of similar, you know, um, kind getting that kind of immediate gratification, whether it's the food or the alcohol, but I mean, look at the price that you end up, you know, paying for it. Right. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, obviously first world countries have a, you know, an issue. Oh, so what I was, what I was thinking when you mentioned, you know, it's, it's fun to, it's, it's fun to be fat, <laughs> <It's fun to laughs> <be> fat. <laughs> which you're right. It totally is fun to be fat. Um, do you remember when I was working at McDonald's, how fat I was? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost 200 pounds. Jesus Christ. I, um, so. <laughs> That's like peace. So they get, we, they gave us free food for our lunches. 
Right. And I was working there. Eight, I was working eight hour shifts, five days a week. Right. Yeah. So for five days a week, I got a free McDonald's lunch and I could oh, literally eat whatever I wanted. There was right. no limit. Right. Yeah. So I, that's what I did. I, I had the, uh, I think they were called chicken selects. They were like the, the strips, chicken strips. Oh, I remember the chicken. Remember those? Yeah. Chicken selects. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I had those. I had French fries, uh, double cheeseburger or two, um, a McChicken uh, or two. Um, and of course a large soda. And that was every day, five days a week. Wow. And that's not cool. only that, you think that's bad. Not only that, but at the end of my shift, <laughs> and you weren't supposed to do this, but I did it anyways, I would sneak work home. I would sneak food home <laughs> yeah. for dinner. Oh my God. I would um so as my shift was winding down, there was like less people, there was less workers because it was less busy. I would make sandwiches for myself and then I would hide them somewhere, like in the in the um in the area where the workers that the workers have in the back. I would yeah. hide them. And then when it was time for me to leave, I would just like wrap them all up in like my shirt, like my work shirt, and just walk out with all the food. And um I'd go home and I'd, I'd eat it. So I'd have even more food at home. Um, yeah. And I, I got, I weighed about 50 more pounds than I do now. Um, so I remember, I'll never forget. Um, I didn't, I guess I didn't even realize how big I was until, until grandpa said to me, like, uh, he's like, uh, Ryan, have you put on weight? <laughs> <laughs> And he was like the first person that actually said something to me about it. Um, and at that moment, I was like, oh, damn. Then yeah. I like weighed myself. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, if grandpa's calling you fat. If, gra <laughs> if grandpa, <laughs> if grandpa, <laughs> yeah. You know you got a yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah, gr grandpa's our, our mom's dad. Um, yeah, he was, he was a little, little heavy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that was kind of the moment pretty much where I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make a change. And I, you know, I slowly, you know, started, you know, not eating as much of that. Um, yeah. Sound yeah. like a crackhead. What was that? Smuggling, it sounded like a crackhead smuggling. Yeah. No, it was. Oh. Dude, I, I gotta, I mean, you know, I'm kind of a picky eater. Yeah. But, um, The fast food, like, it's it's like a drug to me. Like I yeah. crave that stuff. Uh, me too. Yeah. Like I don't like a lot of foods, but the foods I do like, like I just want to eat them all the time. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I totally one hundred percent understand people that do eat it all the time. I get it because it is addicting. Yeah. It's just like it's just so easy too. That's the problem. Yeah, and it's cheap. Cheap and it's easy. Yep. Well, I don't know if it's cheap anymore. Uh, so the other day, Friday, I think, um, I was driving home from Boston and I stopped at this rest stop. I was just so hungry. And um, I was trying to hold off on eating until I got home, but I just couldn't. Um, and there was a Burger King in there. So I went and I ordered... 
I ordered two bacon cheeseburgers and that was it. Two bacon cheeseburgers. It came out to $11. Really? Yeah. Any drink? Like, no, it was just the two cheeseburgers. Wow. But it was right off the highway. So usually those places are a little more expensive. Yep. Um, but still, like, I remember when I was a kid, you could get that for like $2. Wow. You know? Dang. Yeah. So it's it's not even anymore. It's like wow. it's horrible for you to eat, and it's getting expensive. So oh, hopefully, yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. Now you gotta you gotta pay to be fat now. Yeah, it's getting a little harder, I guess. <laughs> it's hard. You <laughs> getting harder. Yeah. Maybe they're like, you know, we gotta, you know, people are getting too big. We gotta um, we gotta help them go on diets. So let's raise our prices. Yeah, maybe that's what they're thinking. I doubt it. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I saw a, a Burger King commercial. You mentioned um, uh, the people in the gym in January. I saw a Burger King commercial like mid-January, and it was just like it was basically just telling you to give up on your New Year's resolution and go to Burger King. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! Like, I can't believe that. That's like, that's like yeah. almost like like criminal to do that like people literally trying to better themselves and there's a commercial telling them to stop bettering yourself and go to burger king like i couldn't believe it wow well yeah. how what was this uh like this year i want to see that commercial yeah it was this year um i don't remember anything else about the commercial i just remember that part of it um uh, you know, like I already have kind of an issue with the all the fast food and the advertising. Right. And for that, I mean, that was really like, I don't know. I just can't believe it, you know? Yeah. That's um, messed. You know, and just the whole culture of, you know, the diet that most or a lot of people in the first world countries eat and all all the bad things that it leads to. And yet no one seems to care. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't, it's not an instant killer, you know? That's the thing. That's the same thing with smoking. That's why smoking yeah. was fine for decades. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, can't smoke anymore. Can't, you know, yep. can't do cigarette advertising anymore at it, you know, um, you know, I, I'm I'm sure that'll happen with fast food at some point, um, but it's obviously not that way now. Excuse me. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like uh, something about food. It's just uh, what's the word? It's uh, like almost like justified, you know, because it's yeah. food. Um, where yeah. smoke is not really a necessity, so it's like yeah. okay, I don't need to smoke. Yeah. But I need to eat, and this is the easiest way to do it. So I'm gonna go get yeah. fast food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's too it's it's too bad. I mean, the the worst thing is is just all the people that are, you know, taking decades off their lives and getting cancer or heart disease, and you know, not being able, not being around to raise their kids or being there for their grandkids or, you know, not yeah. being able to play with your kids because you're so overweight. And it's um. You know, this food, this this fast food, it's got um, 
obviously it's process processed. It has, it's, it's, it's basically a drug. It's got things in it that are addictive that should not be in food. Um, like, okay. like MSG and other stuff. Um, you know, and it's, it's literally, I, I consider it a drug, you know, it's something, it's something that's addictive and it changes your, your brain chemistry. You know, it makes you happy. It gives mm -hmm. you that instant gratification, which yeah, is exactly dope. what drugs do. Yeah. Dopamine. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Dopamine, and then once you come down, you feel like crap, then you need more of yes. it. Yeah. So how is that any different than, you know, doing a drug, smoking a joint or whatever? Like, it, yeah, it's really not if you think about it. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, it's just like any, it's anything that gives you that instant gratification. Yep. Uh, yep. There's and something. Yeah. I don't know what it is because there's, I guess it's like the, all the, the natural, you know, like, uh, things that give you that dopamine rush. It's like those, you don't want to, you know, like running, it's like, you don't want to run just to like feel good you know? Yeah. Um, so like with eating or doing or like smoking weed or doing drugs or anything like that, it's like, it's easy to do that. You yep. know, you just sit around, you yeah. know, do whatever you do, drink or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the, the running you have to work for. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And it's this, the same thing with, with, I mean, it's it is sugar. I mean, it's the same thing, you know. And I, you know, sugar is used as a um, as a motivator a lot of times for children. Like, you know, do this, do your homework, and I'll give you ice cream, or you know, eat your vegetables, and I'll give you, you know, a piece of cake. And you know, I think sugar's the same thing. It's it's a drug. It it changes your brain brain chemistry. It gives you instant gratification, but it has negative long-term effects. Yet yeah. we, we use it, <laughs> we use it to train our children to do what we want, you know, which I don't know, to me seems like, yeah. I don't know. I never really thought about that because then the kid's going to grow up thinking like, if he does something good, he's going to get that sugar. And then what does that turn into that? like cocaine or something yeah you know yep because it's like uh marijuana is a gateway drug well so is sugar yes for you yeah know? for for food like for fast food i mean um 100 you know i yeah. you know i see like you know at stephanie's school she was like they gave this the the children uh ice cream if they were present for all the days for their testing and i'm yeah i'm just like thinking to myself like you know, it's, it's basically you're bribing someone with a drug space. I mean, sugar is sugar is like the 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 most harmful drug that's legal. I believe, uh, you know, or whatever it's it's or that at least that's how I think of it. And that's why we use it. It is it is the most harmful drug that's legal and it's used on kids. Now, obviously, it's not like cyanide or it's not crack or anything you know but but, but like you yeah yeah it's a it, it can be 
a gateway drug. You know, it can lead to a lifetime of unhealthy eating habits, which can literally take decades off of your life. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if if you give a kid like a seven year old, like a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew, you know, that's the equivalent to, you know, like a 20 year old getting smoking crack almost, you know, because their body, a two liter or a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew will, you know, skyrocket their dopamine levels. And then it kind of like rewires your brain a little bit. So then like you kind of become, you start becoming dependent on that. And over time, you know, you, you graduate from uh, the sugar to, you know, whatever it is, yep. crack, Coke, meth. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just a lifetime of eating fast food. Exactly. Yeah. Any of that. Yeah. Um, I saw, I don't, I don't know if you've seen this. I saw this video. It was on social media of this kid. It was a baby and tasting sugar for the first time. And like, they had the craziest reaction to it. They were like, Oh my God, this is the best thing ever. They just like made this face. (laughs) It was like, it was funny. Like it's funny. Um, cause they're like, (laughs) just cause of the look on their face, but it, it, it really makes you realize exactly what sugar is and the effect that it has yeah um so um but uh yeah you mentioned so earlier you said you know um being fat is (laughs) so funny like being fat is easy um (laughs) which (laughs) which is true but you know i and i i see this and i'm sure you see this too once people hit a certain line in terms of how much in terms in terms of their weight gain, I people just give up. Yeah. I, I feel like uh I feel like a lot of people do. They might like try. Yep. But just when you get to a point, it's like I can't do this, you know. Yeah. Um it's very rare that you see someone who you know, like, uh, gets that fat, you know, like four or 500 pounds. It's very rare that you see that person. You see it once in a while, like those inspirational videos, but like what percentage of fat people actually accomplish that? You know, it's probably very low one between one to 5%. Maybe I would guess. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a certain line where it's like, if you cross it, like you're done because it's just, the amount of effort it would take to lose that weight versus just enjoying being fat. Like you said, it's just, it becomes not worth it to that person to even try. Yeah. I wonder if that's really what it is. You know, people just give up, you know, even when it is reversible, um, it requires so much work at that point. Yeah. It's like worth it. Because by the time you actually get skinny or whatever, you're probably going to be like 90 years old. And then, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that's interesting. Like living the, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying this to make fun of anyone, but like living the fat lifestyle, you know, of <laughs> just eating almost literally whatever you want and just being fat. Like, 
um, like, I mean, I mean, the first thing I think of is that, wow, it must be amazing to just eat whatever you want. Like that must be great. You know? Yeah. Um, Great. But I mean, to me, like, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I would have a fear of being fat just because I wouldn't want other people to think of me as fat or to see me as fat. Yeah, me too. It's like embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's, that's really been always the biggest motivator for me, I think. Right. Me too. Um, yeah, but you know, in, in saying that more and more people are fat nowadays, it's, and you're less and less becoming, you know, the, uh, the fat person you're, you're more so just becoming like almost like the normal, you know, when you become fat, like, it's not like you see a fat person is, it's just almost like you're just seeing another person, you know, cause there's so many people nowadays that are obese or morbidly obese. So what do you think? Um, because it is a dilemma. Uh, do you think that, you know, there's some people who think that society, we should just accept people for who they are, which of course I agree with a hundred percent. But I think there is kind of like a gray area uh, when it comes to like obesity, where it's like, okay, we need to kind of like put the message in people's heads that it's not okay to be fat you know, instead of just saying like, oh, if you're fat, it's okay. Just accept your body. You know, at some point you got to be like, no, don't accept my body. You know, like, why do you want to be fat? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, my thing is the fact that heart disease is the leading cause of death in first world countries. Right. And that you're cutting decades off your life. And if you're a parent, um, you know, that's decades less time you spend with your kids. Um, you know, and that's that's the main thing for me, you know, and it's it's the, you know, having to go to the doctor more. It's having to go to the hospital more. It's it's ha- um, having to do this stuff like that more often, you know, having a harder time with everything, things around the house, um, and not even, I haven't even mentioned yet the negative effects that it has mentally and emotionally. It, um, you know, I mean, just, just imagine the mental health of an obese per- person versus the mental health of someone that's a healthy weight. You know, I haven't looked at the data, but I can almost guarantee you that people that are healthy weight have a healthier mind um, as well. So I think it's, a, I think it's a health crisis and, you know, I mean, of course people can do what they want, mm-hmm. you know, Definitely. but I mean, I want, I want people to be happy and live long, healthy lives. Like I, right. I want to look out for people. I'm not, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to, sh- you know, make anyone feel bad. Right. But, That's why it's like, yeah. Yeah, accept yourself, but at the same time, like, you shouldn't just accept yourself, you know, there's always room with anybody, even if you're not obese, even if you are healthy, there's always room for uh, improvement, yep. you know, Yeah. and it's, it's like, yeah, like, I get it, like, it, it's hard to um, 
you know, it's hard to lose weight, but um, there's, I think there's just gotta be more like motive for people to want to lose weight. And that's one of the things is like not accepting what it's like, you got to accept and then, but you don't, you can't accept, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to accept that you're fat or you're uh, whatever you are, alcoholic. Of course you have to accept it, but you know, maybe you should change it. And so you don't have to accept it. Yeah. And so the thing for me is that I think for a lot of people, it's out of, it's out of their control. Meaning these, these people that are obese, you know, a lot of them, you know, or whatever, the ones that are parents. Well, I'll I'll say regardless of whether they're obese or not, a lot of parents feed their kids unhealthy diets, diets that, you know, um, have fast food or soda or sugar or what, what not. And there's a lot of obese children. Like you see, you see obese children, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it starts when they're children. And that means that it's literally starting when they have no control over it, which, you know, that's the thing for me. It's not like, it's not like a, a drug, like a, you know, like a cocaine or something where the kid ultimately makes a decision to do it or not. Like there's kids being fed sugar, fast food, when it's literally not their choice and, yeah. and they're getting a appetite for it. And these are probably, these children are probably more likely to grow up and be obese themselves and perhaps pass that on to their children. So it's like this cycle. And not only that, but you have these uh, these cereal companies like Trix and Frosted Flakes, which are absolutely horrible for you, and they're advertised towards kids. And then you have McDonald's with their Happy Meals and other fast foods that are advertised towards kids. And all these all these things, these soda, the sugar, stuff like that, a lot of it's advertised towards kids. And they get hooked as kids and they grow up and they become obese and then they have kids and then it just cycles again. So it's like, it's like it's happening to people and they have no choice over the matter. So, you know, that's, that's the cycle that disturbs me. And, you know, people just aren't educated about food and what's healthy and what's not healthy. Like, you know, giving your kid frosted flakes every day for breakfast, in my opinion, is not okay. Like that's like child abuse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you're not going to go to jail for that, obviously, but you know, I mean, so like there's, there's, there's a lot of factors. There's, you have these companies that are making so much money the fast food companies the soda companies the cereal companies um that are just making so much money because they're selling they're basically selling drugs they're selling things that are addictive that change your brain brain chemistry they're it's usually sold for cheap um and these these people that are growing up you know um getting hooked on these foods do tend to be people from uh poor communities 
because they don't have the money, they don't have the resources. Um, usually the food that's available to them is the cheaper food, often the fast food and the soda and the stuff like that. So it's like, it's just, just this gross, vicious cycle. And then these people, they grow up and they end up flooding the doctor's offices and flooding the hospitals and yeah. dying at early ages. And all that stuff is like a burden to people and society. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's something as a society we should work on. And it starts with just getting educated on how bad this stuff is for us. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's definitely not enough out there that supports healthy lifestyle. And it's like, obviously the FDA is clearly uh, corrupt. Otherwise we wouldn't have so many issues with this. Yeah. It, obviously there's stuff being put in our food that's not supposed to be put in our food. No. And uh, so it's like, you know, and it's like the FDA pretty much controls the whole, controls everything, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, you know, obviously nothing's going to change with that. Uh, I think just like the people just need to do something about it. And I think, like you said, it starts with being educated about it yep. and not really educated, just um, because it's not, it doesn't take rock. It's not rocket science to know that eating McDonald's every day is going to make you fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So there be something maybe not even like educational, just some sort of like inspiration for people or like something to get them to maybe reconsider it. And yeah. Uh, but I know it's a lot easier said than done. Oh yeah. Because you so many different factors that play into it, like poverty, yep. you know, more impoverished than more than likely you're going to be eating fast food. You exactly. Know? Yep. So, so it, yeah. there's so many factors that you have to consider yeah there's the, you're right there's so many um you know I, 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 <laughs> um i guess it's good that you know we we are able to make a we're in a position to make a choice you know to eat healthy or not eat healthy um for basically everything we eat which is great you know um you know, and so I think, you know, we do live pretty healthy lifestyles, which is good. Um, you, so it's good that, I mean, and most people in first world countries, I think for the most part, at least once they grow up, they can make their own decisions and, you know, um, which is great. Um, but then, you know, you also have people in third world countries who have the exact opposite problem. They don't have enough food, you know? Right. I mean, how crazy is it that there's a whole bunch of people who's who literally have an issue with eating too much food, and then there's a whole bunch of other people who have an issue with not having enough food to eat? Like, how, did, how yeah. is that even, like, a thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, it is ridiculous. And we throw away. Oh, so that's that, that, yeah. Um, so, so our, uh, 
the senior prank this year, which was Friday or a few days ago, the senior prank was they had a whole bunch of like these like little sticks or whatever, and they stuck them in the ground in the front yard in front of the school. And on each of those sticks, they stuck a hot dog on the stick. So you pulled into the high school and then there's just all these hot dogs sticking out of the ground um, all in the front yard before the school. Okay. You know, which I guess is mildly funny. That's it. That's yeah, that was it. <laughs> but I can almost guarantee that none of those hot dogs got eaten. No. You know. Um, yeah. You know, and I think, and just the mere fact that like most people don't even think of that as a waste of food. Yeah. It just shows you how much of an issue that is. Yeah. Yeah. It it shows you uh, it shows you a lot. It shows you about um, us as a society. Yeah, you don't even acknowledge it, and you know damn well everybody's aware that there's people out there that don't have enough food. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's everyone knows that. Yeah, and we still do it because there's no one out there saying you know it might be a good idea not to do this it's just like it's the normal thing to do in our uh country yeah yeah it's yeah the food waste is is bad Um, that's another issue um just throwing away food um yeah those are those are issues definitely (laughs) you know it's i mean it's not funny but it's it's interesting how so many there's probably billions of people billions who eat too much food and there's probably billions of people that don't have enough food um yeah you know and i think hopefully you know we've talked before about things that we're going to see in our lifetime i think as technology gets better hopefully we see that gap start to decrease yeah i I think so too um gonna say something i totally forget what i was gonna say uh yeah yeah um but like you know people you know a lot of people don't like technology you know Mm -hmm. they think you know whatever but technology in my opinion is gonna be what solves these types of problems you know the disparity and um you know how much food everyone has access to um you know and just real quick you know in terms of technology helping equality um in in my opinion the reason why slavery ended was because of technology because once it becomes cheaper to do your labor with technology, like whatever it is, a cotton gin or whatever. Once that becomes cheaper to do it that way, you don't need people to do it. You wouldn't use people when they become more expensive. And I think I think technology helped ended that. And I think we see technology now. Um, being able to show different types of people, whether it's Netflix or social media, all these different types of people all around the world. And I think people are becoming more accepting of other people. 
And so hopefully technology can do the same thing with this food gap. Um, you know, whether it's just driving down the cost of food, making it easier to produce food or whatever in these um, developing countries. So everyone has access to food. Yeah. It's all about uh, um, <clears throat> information, you know, what, how much we know about other people and other countries. And I guess that's what technology gives you is that information. And uh, yeah, I think technology is, uh, you know, and it's funny that you talk about slavery because, you know, if you look at it from that perspective, I guess like we still have slavery. You know, yeah. because everybody is working jobs, you know, you go to the store, even doing what I do, I, you know, you can consider that like slavery Yeah. because I don't, I don't make nearly as much as I probably should for doing yeah. what I, I know. So it's like, it's cheap labor and, yeah. um, and it's like, you're forced into it because you have to make a living. Yep. Uh, you're seeing it with technology, you know, they're, um, pretty much like AI is just taking over all the jobs. Yeah. Like just like the cotton gin became cheaper to get cotton. Now it's cheaper to have a robot flip burgers than a person. Yeah. Very similar. Like the grocery store, you know, it's all automated checkout for the most part. I mean, you still have the link. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't do automated checkout. I, if I have like, if I'm buying like three things, I'll do it. Yep. But like, oh my God, I always have issues. I like oh, I'll no. get like a whole grocery list and then <laughs> telling me I didn't put it in the bag and the yeah. stuff and the person yeah. has to come like I'm a five year old and like <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh I, I, I mean I guess that doesn't really relate. I, it just made me think of that. Yeah. No, no, it's that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. um you know, once it becomes cheaper to do something without people, that you know, you're gonna you're gonna use the machines. You know, right. it's cheaper, it's easier, it's faster, you know, we see it with everything. Um, you know, so hopefully the same thing happens with food, you know, as technology gets better hopefully it becomes cheaper easier faster to make food and we can mm -hmm. give everyone food that needs food um yeah yep you know i don't see why not you know the way technology is going you know that should be a, a thing that we're able to do hopefully. yeah so i mean it could go one of two ways i guess um but i can definitely see that happening for sure um and it just, I know we talked about it before, but like, um, you know, you think about AI taking all, taking over all our jobs, like, um, you know, how much do you think, uh, humans will be obsolete in the future because of that? I mean, in the far future, probably, but you know, what yeah. use are, um, uh. they can't work. So if you look at um, data of the average work week, humans used to work a lot longer than we currently work, which is about 40 hours a week. Um, humans used to work 60 plus hours a week or more. Um, 
So it's been declining. And I think a big reason why is because of automation. Um, you don't need as many workers to do things that machines can do. And I think we're going to continue to see that. And I think the work, the average work week is going to continue to decrease um, until the point where, you know, it gets to like 20 hours a week and people just have more free time, more leisure time. And then maybe eventually, like you said, the far future where people don't have to work, you know, if everything's automated. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, let me ask you this. Why, why do people work? Uh, to make money. Okay. All right. So you work to make money. And um, so why do you, why do you want money? You want money so you could uh, support yourself and your lifestyle um, because everything is taxed. And uh, you have to pay um, property taxes in order to live. And in order to live, you have to pay for it. Um, so therefore, you need a job to give you money. Okay. So, so the answer to why we work is not because things need to get done. Right. The answer is so we can make money. Isn't that kind of interesting? We go to jobs, yeah. not because things for our human society need to get done. We do it so we can make money. <laughs> or it's like we're <clears throat> we're almost forced to. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, in our yeah, we're we're forced to not only because we need money, but who else is going to do this stuff? Yeah, I mean, not technology, but like. You know, it's, it's like, um, I guess there's some jobs that aren't necessary for us to do, but like, there are jobs that are like essential. Yep. Uh, so it's yes. like, who will do it? It's not necessarily because, uh, you need the money, but it's like, if you didn't need the money, then who would be doing these jobs? Yes. Would we be forced into free labor? So in the future, if robots can do all these jobs and we don't need humans to work, I basically, I think that's what you were asking. Um, then I think at that point, I think we'd be all set. And I don't think... I don't think we need money at that point. Like what, why would we need money? Like if we don't need jobs, if like you mean, you brought up a good point, there are essential jobs, but what if in the future, in the far future, what if there are no essential jobs? What if robots and AI can right. handle everything? You know, there's no more essential jobs. Humans don't need to work. Is there still a need for money? No, I mean, I don't know. I guess not. So yeah. there will be such thing of, as money, then, you know, what does that mean? Like as a society, if there's no money, if you don't need money. So like so who's in control, you know? 
So, so assuming we don't need people to work jobs for the most part, at least, um, then and also assuming, kind of like what we talked about earlier, through technology, food is basically just available to everyone. Like it's so cheap, it's just basically free for everyone. Like everyone can eat a good, healthy diet. You know, no matter what. Um, assuming that, you know, I it looks like I'm thinking technology will just drive down the price of food, shelter, all the essentials so much that it's basically free for everyone. Everyone gets what they need. No one needs to work. There's no more jobs that need to be done. So I think what will happen is that, you know, you'll have your leisure time, your leisure time, and you'll have to find fulfillment in your own ways, in your own time, whether that's through virtual reality or traveling or at that point going into space. Um, I don't know, but I, I think I think the future will be no jobs, no money. You know, you're going to have to find fulfillment of your life by, you know, basically just doing stuff you enjoy or that you're interested in. Yeah, that's too bad we weren't born at that time, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Why do we have to be born now? This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are going to say, see, we say that now, like, oh, I'm so glad I'm born now and not, you know, back when we had to, you know, work the land all day. Right. That's exactly what people are going to say 300 <laughs> years from now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to climb towers for a while. Yeah, so glad I don't got to teach kids. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad the kids just teach themselves nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I remember humans used to do it. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's stuff I read on Future Timeline, but it, I mean, it makes sense to me. It makes total sense. It just makes me wonder, like, who's going to be like. What type of political system are we going to have? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think we're going to become a more globalized society as well. Like there won't be a, a need for like different countries. Like we'll just be like one earth, you know, yeah. um, you know, if we can all travel from point A to point B super easily because technology is so good and everyone's, you know, everyone's, you know, interracially marrying and everyone's basically becoming like this the same looking the same you know we don't have people looking different you know um we're just one human race um and we don't have different countries um that's a very good question what would our political system look like and yeah that's a great question i don't know i don't know if there would be like one leader or if it would be like it is today different leaders for each i guess I don't know, continent or land area or or whatnot. I, I have absolutely no idea. I don't even maybe maybe there won't be a political system in the future if, if there's no money or jobs or anything. I feel like it's gonna be like Star Wars. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um because that's how it is in Star Wars. It's just there's just like uh there's no like I don't know if it's really money, but like I think it's more uh, just like one person like rules the entire world yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. It's all about like power and it's almost like Hitler's Germany, but that would be the entire world. Instead yeah. of just Germany. Yep. So that, I guess that's one possibility of where it could go, but I mean, that's like getting kind of dark. Yeah. But I mean, you know, hopefully it doesn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe the, maybe we could have one leader, but maybe they're nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you don't get like a Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, just get like a nice like Joe Biden or something. Yeah. Bernie. That would be a lie. Yeah. Say Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's too bad we're not going to be around to, for the far future. Um, right. Unless we, you know, download ourselves into a hard drive. Um, into a floppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I hope things go that way, you know, in, in terms of, you know, technology doing good instead of it, you know, doing harm. Like you, like you said earlier, things could go one of two ways, um, which I agree with. Yeah. But hopefully they go the good way and not the bad way. A lot of people seem to have really negative views about it. I think like the majority of people do. Yeah. You know, I think that's, in my opinion, I think a lot of that has to do with the news. It's so negative. Yeah. And like, look at all the movies that come out, you know? Yeah. Yep. All the movies that come out, like uh, that movie 2012, I never saw it, but I remember when it came out and it was about how the world was ending in 2012, back when the, with the Mayan calendar. And, you know, there's so many movies like that. Where it's just like the future is just so bleak and like negative, yeah. yeah. And what people think it's actually going to be like, and yep. and then you you see like robots walking around. There's like no, like whatever humans are left, they're all like just super brainwashed, and you know, um, yeah. That's what people uh, associate the future with. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. I mean our minds are so molded by these movies and shows and commercials. Like we already talked about the commercials with the food. It's the same thing with the movies and the TV shows and the news. I mean, our minds are molded by it. I mean, even something silly like quicksand, like I lived my whole life thinking if you went in the quicksand, you just, you just sunk because that's what was portrayed in movies and TV shows. When in reality, if you end up in quicksand, you don't sink all the way. You only sink halfway and then you stop, you know? Yeah, um, right. And it's all these things that, that movies portray in one way because it's more entertaining. And, you know, with the, with the future, you know, it's probably – they're probably thinking it's going to be more entertaining if we have a negative future than a positive future. Yeah, it is more entertaining. Um, yeah. It's almost like a control thing too. You know, if you put people in fear, then yep. they're going to what you say. Everything's fear based. Yeah, Everything. it is. It's ridiculous. Because people are, people are easier to control when, um, when they have fear. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'm the... not, you know, I'm not one to like make conspiracies, but it, it's definitely a thing. You know, it's definitely, uh, there's a lot of corruption, you know, and, um, mm-hmm people yeah. want to be in control and that's how you control people is feeding them fear yeah 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you, you see it in movies, TV shows, the news. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. Fear is used as a tactic to motivate people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Um, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully the t- technology leads us to you know, uh, you know, a life or a society where, you know, people are happy and everything. And hopefully it doesn't like destroy everything. Right. (laughs) It's really interesting. I was just thinking too about, um, kind of like the past, like early 1900s, how interesting of a time that was. And it, it's almost like the two thousands, because that was like really the turn of where you saw everything start taking off. You know, I'm pretty sure that was around the time of uh, the first airplane. Yep. And then you had your, you had uh, cars, automobiles. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure that started in the, in, uh, the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. TV came out, movies. Yep. That that must have been a really really interesting time to live, and then you had World War One. Um, that was a really crazy time, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yep. But you also had in the U.S. you had Prohibition in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's you know that's crazy. I mean, this we've talked about it before, but like pre-industrial revolution. Like everything's basically the same, like from one yeah. generation to the next. And then, you know, basically, like you said, the early 1900s, like things start to change, you know, where one generation is actually different than the previous. They, they have more access to different technologies like telephones and cars and airplanes and radio and television. And, um, and you're right, things now are just like that but i would say things are even more extreme you know you we're seeing bigger differences like Mm -hmm. um like cell phones and um you know i think in our lifetime we'll see uh driverless cars and we'll see people be able to take a trip out into space you know for a vacation um you know things like that you know, the same types of new technologies, but even more drastic, I would think, mm-hmm. um, more life-changing. I mean, think about, think about how life-changing cell phones are. I mean, they're, 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 they're changing the world, you know, um, kids have them, you know, all the time. They're always on them. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think the beginning of this century is a lot like the beginning of the last century um but i would say even more extreme oh definitely yeah i yeah definitely more extreme <clears throat> um yeah it's just uh it's crazy to think um where we were you know it was like i, I just makes me wonder what people were like before like pre-industrial revolution <clears throat> You know, because it 
technology changed everything. It changed the way people act. It changed uh, our sense of humor and all that stuff, you know, our personalities. And it, it just makes me wonder what people were like before that, you know, what was the sense of humor? And it's like, did people laugh, you know, cause like you see portraits and stuff and like no one has a smile. Yeah. And it's, what were people like back then? You know, like, I guess you still have literature from, you know, you got like Shakespeare. So you kind of have an idea of like the type of satire and stuff, but um, yeah, it just makes you uh, think about how much people have changed because of technology. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. Like what were people like back then? Um, you mentioned the photos. I think people didn't smile in those older photos because it, it took like a long time to take the picture. Right. Yeah. And they weren't able to like hold a smile for that long. So they were told to keep a normal face. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that, you know, um, so, you know, I think, I think maybe like take like a hunter gatherer, like, you know, someone from thousands of years ago where your focus is your family, the safety of your family, um, getting food, um, having shelter for your family, um, maybe maybe moving uh, your family, um, you know, based on where the food is, um, things like that, you know, um, but always being around your family and, and your friends and things like that. And I think there's an argument to be made that those people were super happy and super satisfied um, because, you know, you're always doing something, um, but you're going to appreciate everything you have. I mean, yeah. think about, you know, if you if you spend like your day, like with your tribe or whatnot, and you go hunting and, you know, you get some food and you bring it back. And then you eat that food with your family. Um, is there anything more satisfying in the world than like that moment of having dinner with your family, um, eating the food that you spent all day working for and, and catching? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, there must take a lot more uh, gratitude back then. Take take that feeling of eating your. I don't know, your. Your bison. I was just about to say bison. Yeah, uh, wow. I was trying to think of the, the animal. Eating your bison that you hunted with your friends and you brought it back and now you're eating it with your friends and family. Take that feeling, which is probably like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And compare that to getting, um, getting, uh, what is it? Uber Eats, right? Right. And having mm -hmm. your Taco Bell delivered to your doorstep mm -hmm. and you, you eat it while watching Netflix. Yep. Just compare those two feelings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and tell me which one's a more satisfying, happy, enjoying, enjoy, um, uh, joyful feeling. Uh, probably getting the bison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, 
you're out getting the bison. You're you're with you're probably with your friends. I'm assuming they're your friends. You're with your friends all day. You're hanging out. You're thinking you're using your critical thinking skills, Uh which are great, which are great for uh, happiness. We talked about Uh endorphins, releasing endorphins. This releases you're walking all day. You're running. Mm -hmm. You're getting Mm -hmm. those endorphins naturally. Mm -hmm. Right. You're in good health. You're in good shape. You're with people you enjoy. And then you end the day with your family eating probably something that's pretty nutritious because it's natural. It doesn't have, it's not processed. Um, you're with people you love um, in nature. I don't think, honestly, I don't know if it gets better than that. I agree. Um, so to bring this thing full circle, um, would that mean <clears throat> technology is the cause of our obesity? Yes, 100%. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah, because think about Makes it. Sense. Yeah. We don't have to work for our food anymore. We go to a yeah. freaking grocery store. I mean, like, you work for the money to pay for the food. Work but for the money. Yeah, it's different. But then you don't take pride in what you're, what you're no. buying. You know, because it's like, it's so easy to spend money. It's like, you know, you don't take pride in what you get. Yeah. And uh, and then you don't take pride in your money. And then you don't mm-hmm. take pride in life. And then yep. you get fat and yep. miserable. Yep. yep. I think, I I sincerely think there's an argument to be made. And, and mom used to say this, and I used to think she was crazy. But remember mom used to say, I want to live in the woods. Yeah, I, I think I get it now. Like, I understand what she meant. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, and I think there is a sincere argument to be made of, like, assuming you don't have, like, a family, of, of ditching the technology and going somewhere and living a super, super simple life. Oh, that would be great. You know? Can you do that? <laughs> well, I, don't know I mean, I don't know if you can be a hunter-gatherer anymore. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but, I mean, you can... Just in the woods wearing, like, a cloth over my... He's <laughs> <laughs> just running around with a spear. <laughs> my mugshot. I got, like, paint on my face. <laughs> Covered in blood. <laughs> um, well, okay. So, I mean, there are still there are still tribes that are, are hunter gatherers in the world. There, oh, for I mean, sure. oh, in yeah. Africa, in um, I believe Central America, South America. There's still people that live that way. I mean, even in the U.S., it might not be, it might not be the same thing, but there's still by definition, hunters and gatherers, you know, there's still people go out there and they hunt for their own food. Yep. Um, yeah. People in like Northern Canada where it's like really cold, um, definitely ice fishing, um, hunting bears, moose. Um, yeah, no, there still are hunter gatherers. Um, yeah. Um, so I mean, like, there's totally an argument to be made and I would not fault anyone who 
went to go live that lifestyle instead of living the normal first world country lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would rather do that. Um, I mean, it, it would be nice to like once in a while, you know, have the, have the choice to like, um, uh, not do that if yep. that makes sense. it yep. almost be like take a vacation and like go stay in a hotel and like just play yep. a video game yeah but like you at that point though you probably wouldn't even want to do that stuff because yeah. you get so feeling and like how good it feels that yeah nothing else really matters at that point well you know it's funny we we actually talked about this last week about camping and like camping is like going and just getting a slice of that you know right but people love it people love camping because that's exactly what it is you're getting rid of the technology and you're living how we used to live you're you know in a simple way with nature Mm -hmm. you know you're just getting a slice of that but people do it because it's awesome and it makes you happy yeah yeah that's uh you know that's how we uh that's how that's what we evolved from is yeah so mm-hmm. it's our, almost like our primal instinct. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I would much rather be out there than cooped up in like a room or a house all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Our society now, it's like uh, we haven't evolved to this lifestyle yet that we live you know that's why there's so many obese people and whatnot yeah. and and i mean and of course the mental health is of so many people is really bad and, you know there's so many people on antidepressants and things like that and it's really because of the technology um yeah and the mental health is going to continue to de- deteriorate as technology increases um you know, that's one of the side effects of it, you know, because we're, we're doing things that we're not, humans aren't meant to do. We're not meant to stare at a screen all day, you know? Right. So when you do that, your body doesn't know what to do, you know? And when you eat processed foods, we're not meant to eat those, you know? So it's going to have issues on our physical and our mental health. So. But over time, you think uh, we'll evolve to that technology, and maybe the technology will like evolve to us too. Um, yeah, I, th- like, I think, I think we'll, yeah, that's a nice way to put it. I think we'll evolve to each other. I think the technology will. I've seen stuff like there'll be pills you can take to not gain weight and eat whatever you want and stuff like that. And I I don't know about that stuff. Um, But there will be stuff like that. Medicine will get better and better. Um, Our life expectancy will continue to increase. Um, You know, access to healthy foods will become more available to more and more people. Um, So, so yeah, I I do think technology will, will catch up and in a way we will, evolve to this um and i think another interesting thing i heard is that you know i think we we enjoy 
calories because we used to like need the calories to survive. Like whatever was a whatever was the most caloric thing, like that's what you wanted to eat back then because you needed to survive. You needed the calories. Right. I heard this. I heard this um, that in the far future, we're going to we're going to crave healthy foods because that's going to be what's best for us in terms of us living our best lives. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to look at things like spinach and natural things like nuts and berries. And we're going to be craving those instead of processed stuff and sugar. Um, you know, I think we crave those now because those are the most caloric and those are our survival instincts kicking in. But maybe in the future we crave <laughs> spinach and carrots and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just had something I was gonna say. I totally forgot again. Um, yeah. Uh, damn. Sorry, I had something no. I was gonna say. Like I just blanked. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. But um yeah so yeah I, I do think i do think technology will will catch up you know um it's weird it's you know i i you know i'm excited for what we'll see in our lifetime but i i would i would love to see the stuff that happens you know after our lifetimes yeah. as well and that's what i was gonna say it's like i think we are seeing the evolution uh the like early process of the evolution of people adapting to technology, um, you're starting to see more and more advertising for healthy stuff and like, um, like workout stuff. Like I see so many ads for that. So I think we are seeing it, <clears throat> you know, with, uh, you go on YouTube, you know, there's so many videos on how to, you know, get in shape, stuff like that. There's the information is out there, you know, and that's all it is. People have, access to that information so yeah um for time people just it'll just be the normal thing because that's what people are moving toward now so it's like once yeah. enough people you know eventually everyone's just going to want to live like that because that's how society will be yeah yeah no i agree i think technology you know i think technology will help us be a, a really good society um i already think it's helped us a lot and i think it will continue to help us um unless of course it destroys us but if it doesn't i think it'll <laughs> i think it'll help us um become better people um more empathetic people um there'll be less poverty um you know there won't be the wealth gap that there is now with a few rich people and mm -hmm. you know a bunch of poor people um right you know i think it'll bring everyone to more of an equal status where everyone can live a healthy fulfilling life which is i think ultimately that should be the goal i would think um you know and and just give everyone the, the freedom to you know do what do what they want with their lives and pursue their interests and do what they want. And, you know, um, as well as of course, we'll be traveling, um, in space to go, <laughs> to mm -hmm. go explore, you know, what else is out there. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll, uh, 
you know, still have consciousness to be able to witness all that with uh, my floppy disk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You and me with our floppies. Um, (laughs) With our our floppies uh, flopping around. Yeah. Um, um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. You know, maybe one day. I like I can't imagine what our like if we're doing our podcast like fifty years from now I'm like imagine the topics we'll be discussing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> oh man. Um, if you go on future timeline and see what it says. <laughs> yeah, we can okay. just go in there. I'll get a sneak yeah. preview of what we'll be talking about yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah it should be interesting to you know i like the future i like i like thinking about it yeah me too yeah i like the too um uh i was watching this youtube channel um this dude uh he just he eats stuff um that's like really old uh, like canned foods from like the 1950s. Yep. And he, uh, I, I've watched like the videos of him. He eats old uh, MREs and rations from like World War II and like the Vietnam War. Yep. Uh, and it's, I find stuff like that pretty cool. Um, like the, the seeing stuff like still like from that time. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, like looking at the food yep. and like how well it was packaged to where it still looks like food, kind of. Yeah. Well, that stuff's designed to last for like a really long time, right? Yeah. I mean, years, probably decades. It's supposed to last for. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Um, I agree. I, I like the past as well. Um, it's funny. I don't really like the present too much, but I like the future and the past. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, not a big fan of the present, but <laughs> no, present sucks. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, like he he had this one from a war. I forget the name of the war, <clears throat> but it was from like 1900 or like the late 1890s, and it was still packaged. And he opened it up and he opened all the food and stuff. And I don't remember if he ate anything from it. I don't think he did. But that's 120 years old. And like, it makes you think, you know, they were preserving that. It makes you think about like what they'll be able to preserve in the future. Yeah. You're you're able to preserve a piece of cow meat for 60, 70 years and still looks healthy. Yep. Like, you know, that think about that. Like it, it was, it had like meat in it and it's the cow died. 120 years ago and yep. it's right there and you can still eat it yeah That's cool. well that ties into what we we're talking about earlier with having food for everyone as the technology gets better we'll be preserve. able to we'll be able to do stuff like that preserve yeah. food and yeah. you know get food to everyone that needs it yeah that's very true yeah yeah so that's uh yeah that's, that's a good thing about technology you know um, it is too bad about how many people think negatively about technology 
in the future. Um, but you know, there's, I think that we're both aware of all the good things that can come of, um, technology. Yeah. And I think it's just like, um, just like anything, you know, you can choose to have a positive outlook on the future. You can choose to have a negative outlook and, you know, I think the people who choose to uh, look at life positive, they're going to have a more positive future, regardless of what the environment is, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree hundred um, percent. You know, like we've said before, we, we have a lot to be thankful for and it's good to um, keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Thank you.